You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your most humblest host here at the Next Level Podcast at McIntyre here in Studio M. We got us a celebrity, another one. We had a celebrity last week. We got a celebrity this week. Man, I'm just running in the in the vein of celebrities. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, this dude is amazing, man. And I just uh, found out some really interesting things, which I'm going to ask him during this. I'm probably embarrassing him a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> that's what we do sometimes, right? Listen, this guy is incredible. His name is Pastor Todd Coconado. He is a licensed and ordained minister since 2004. He's also a national speaker and evangelist. Uh, Pastor Todd appears in the media, speaks at conferences, churches, and faith-based events. He's also a faith advisor and works in collaboration with the Trump campaign faith-based team. Come on, baby. I love that. Uh, To help organizations, spirituality advice, on various issues, initiatives, and speaks at events. Todd is the president of Religious Liberties Coalition, RLC, which is a nonprofit national coalition for pastors and ministry leaders. He is also the founder of Remnant News. I love that, which is a Christian news publication. Todd is a host of the radio show, The Todd Coconado Show. The Remnant serves as the head of Todd Coconado Ministries, which is based in Nashville, Tennessee. Todd is fervently praying and believing for revival and spiritual awakening in the United States and beyond. Come on. Welcome, Pastor Todd. Hey, Michael. Thanks, man. Wow. I'm exhausted just uh, thinking about all those things. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Well, man, you know, it's, 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 it's good to be here, my friend. Yeah, man. Well, listen, you're a baller in his kingdom, bro. I mean, you're out there making it happen and uh, I saw that you uh, got to interview Mike Lindell last week, and uh, that was pretty cool. He's kind of he he's another baller in the kingdom, right? And uh, so tell our <laughs> tell our audience, you know, because uh, I I just find you fascinating. You're 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 a big deal. You're out there. You're a young man. You got a beautiful wife. You got you got things going on. Tell us. Uh, tell us the roots and how you started, because you spent some time in California, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, all glory to the Lord. You know, he's the one that's really taken us on this entire mission. And, uh, you know, um, when, when you know, I was I was in Hollywood as a child actor. So I was around celebrities my whole life growing up. And so uh, the last thing I want to be is a Christian celebrity. <laughs> I just, I just want to be, you know, a person that's effective in this hour and getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered, you know, but I guess sometimes the Lord has different plans, you know, and so he's just been opening doors and uh, really just taking us into places that we never even imagined. So I just, I have to give him the glory because it's not me. You know, I moved from Los Angeles. You would think that this all would have happened when I was in LA pastoring for 17 years, but even in the last two and a half years, God has done so much at the ministry and we live, I mean, across the street from our house, there's cows mooing, you know, over here in Nashville. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's amazing the way the Lord works. And so to anybody watching, I would just say, sit back and just let the Lord move in your life. The main thing is to show up and say, here I am, send me. Right. And so that's what we've done. But, you know, we got we got quite a, a battle going on in our nation right now. And there's some significant things that are at stake. And 
there's an urgency. Many people are concerned at many of the things that they see happening. And so uh, I really believe it's high time pastors get involved and we, we step into all areas of society. You know, we don't, we don't say, Hey, we're not going to go into that area. Or we're not going to, you know, we got like Mike Lindell, you mentioned, you know, he's out there and, and God is using atypical people, you know, kind of Davids that are being raised up or people that, you know, wouldn't be the normal person that we would probably pick. You mentioned Donald Trump, you know, there's another one, uh, but you know, God has a sense of humor and he often does this. It's <laughs> a lot of times in the Bible, this has happened. And so I'm actually one of these guys, like the pastor was probably the last thing, Michael, that anybody and my old friends would have said, Todd Coconato is going to be yet here I am. So all glory to God, like I said, you know, come on, brother. Listen, Todd, I think you and I were separated at birth somewhere along the way, you know, uh, I totally get it, you know, and I, I, you know, I love that, you know, you were an executive pastor out there. So you've got a business background, you've got, you know, uh, an entrepreneurial spirit with you and which I love that. And, you know, a lot of times in, in I'm sure in your coaching and, and what you do, uh, you know, you've got to really help people understand that it's okay to be wealthy in this kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is a big one because uh, you know, all throughout the years of pastoring, I've noticed this where people get saved and that's our main goal is to get people saved. Right. And they get saved and then they sit home and they say, okay, God's going to do everything else, you know? And it's like, God wants us to be actionable. You know, we got to go out there. If you don't work, you don't eat. You know, he's he's anointed people to fund the kingdom and to fund things that that are needed. You know, we see churches and all these things. How do they get funded? Well, they get funded ministries by people that are entrepreneurs, by people that have an anointing uh, from God to to be able to uh, raise wealth in this world, but not for this world. We don't make it an idol but yet we use it for the glory. And so I know people that have that anointing, many people actually, Michael, that have this kingdom anointing to, to fund the kingdom. And the Lord has blessed them, has given them good understanding of, of business dynamics. And, and so I think Christians have to, this is a major part of being a believer in Jesus Christ. And I'm so thankful to those entrepreneurs and those people, you know, even uh, the, the, the disciples had tent making jobs, you know, they had to That's make right. money still. So it's not like, you know, there, there's a misconception conception, I think, in, in our world uh, that, you know, God is just going to give everything. And he is the provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. But the thing is, is that we have to show up. We have to be actionable and watch what God will do, by the way, when you do that. Because so, you know, I've seen it throughout the years. And um, I know you've seen this as well, Michael. But, you know, there's some amazing kingdom builders that are out there that you don't see their name. You don't hear their name. You know, they're not out there like on shows like this or whatnot, but they are doing the hard work. And, and really uh, funding guys like myself and, and, you know, others that are able to do ministry. And I'm telling you, that's such a big deal. And I really believe it's a major part of, of the puzzle here that a lot of people don't talk about. So I'm so glad you addressed that. Yeah, absolutely. Todd, I think it's really cool. It's so refreshing to hear uh, from a pastor like yourself to emphasize, you know, the, the wealth building in the kingdom and to help fund ministries like yourself and other ministries, because we do, we need to help those, uh, those that are blessed in financial and can now go out there and produce that wealth. I, like yeah. you said, not make it an idol, but further his kingdom, right? You yes, know, yes. and that's, that's, that's what, in my opinion, that's what kingdom wealth is all about. So, all right, I want to switch gears a little bit because I've been reading about you and I love that. I love that you get out there uh, on the proverbial limb, if you will. So, you know, and I, and, uh, I'm a big Ben Shapiro fan. I don't know if you listen to Ben Shapiro or not. Yeah, but, is that even you know, I'm, all in on, I'm all in on Ben. And I mean, 
you know, one of the things that really is just is I, I believe that the, uh, the the God is ripping the mask off the enemy here in the last year. Oh, yeah. And especially after coming out of this pandemic and we're seeing what these kids are being taught in school, this transgender thing, this gender fluidity and the, these things that are coming out. And I love the fact that that there's pastors like yourself uh, and I've got some uh, friends, Pastor Tracy Eckert here in Dallas and others. They're out there in the forefront of this saying, Hey, you know, this isn't right. This is not right. kingdom. This is, you know, like you said, the devil hates marriage. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I love that. What, what, and I, and I know you're praying for revival in this, but what, what is the, what, what do you feel that the kingdom or the, or the church is, is doing that's good. And maybe the church needs to some help in dealing with these issues. Well, what a great question. You know, uh, the Lord has been putting this on my heart a lot, Michael. We got to come out from among them. And the, the thing is, we can't be expecting to live in the Babylon system. You know, the Bible says we're in the world, but we're not of the world. It, to just like, you know, exist in this, this wicked system uh, where we're seeing all these awful things. Now, from a business standpoint, I didn't mention this in the last answer, but I really believe we need to be developing alternative ecosystems, meaning even, you know, alternative schools. I was just with some people that have a creative idea to have liberty schools, you know, in schools that are teaching more of our real history instead of this alternative history that we've been hearing being taught in these indoctrination camps, they're calling schools these days. I mean, let's just be real. You know, we, you know, we send our kid to school and we're not even sure what they're going to be teaching them. One of the things that they're probably going to be teaching them is this gender fluidity. And all of a sudden we've seen the numbers spike, you know, where kids are confused about their gender. And these are just discussions that should never be had at this young age. I mean, they should never be had period, but you know, a parent should be the one that, that talks about the birds and the bees. A parent should be the one that, that talks about their faith and, and their worldview. It shouldn't be the school, the teacher. And what they're doing is they're pushing this stuff on these kids and confusing them. You're seeing some of these kids, you know, they get to their early teens. They want to take hormone blockers. And I mean, just stuff that's unheard of, unbelievable. If you would have gone back to like the 1950s and told our grandfathers, our parents, this stuff, they would have been like, what? Like, what are you talking about? This is insanity. I mean, honestly, Michael, sometimes I wake up and I, and I think of the world and I say, this is like bizarro world that we're living in. I mean, they're trying to call a man, a woman, a woman, a man, you know, they're saying men can be pregnant. This stuff is just nonsense. And these are the same people that say, trust the science. But then you look and there's like an X and a Y chromosome, which, by the way, is biblical, you know. So it all goes back to the truth of God's word, which is the same yesterday, today and forever. And as pastors and people of God, ministers of the gospel, we have to speak truth and we got to call a spade a spade. This stuff is demonic. Let's just call a spade a spade. I I don't mean to get heavy here, but, you know. We just no. got to be real. I mean, this is the battle that we're in. It's a very extensive spiritual battle at the highest of levels. And so now is the time to stand and we can't be worried about it. You know, we, we just got to speak truth, you know? Amen. Well, I love your passion on this, Pastor Todd. I do. Your passions, it's infectious because we need to be passionate about this. Yes. I mean, we, yes. you know, we, it, it, the time for, you know, our passivity is over with. We need to go out there and take back our schools, take back this thing. I know Arizona just passed this voucher system. I think there's a couple other states that are looking to do that. I'm all about the voucher system, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, Stacy and I pay a lot of property taxes. We've never sent our children to public school. We've been blessed. We've been able to do private school, even private universities yep. for their college education. But not everybody's that way. And so I get that. And I think, you know, we, we should get this voucher system. Let the, let the, you know, let the money follow the child. And yes. I think, I think that competition will be more, uh, it, it'll be more 
kingdom and it'll be more biblical and letting these kids learn at a rate uh, that that they can excel at. And the truth, you know, like you said, you know, how about just basic history, math and science? You know? Right. I mean, so we're, we're sending the kid to school. We're, we're expecting them to get educated on, you know, the things that are going to help them in the real world when they go out into the business world, like many of your you know, viewers are doing now. You know, I mean, how many of these things did you learn in school and how many did you learn at the school of hard knocks? I mean, let's just be real. You know, a lot of this stuff that you learn about being a businessman, an entrepreneur, you don't learn in school. But how That's cool right. would it be if they actually set you up for success in school instead <laughs> of talking about all this Stuff that's just is not something that a child should be learning, you know, is this sexualization of everything and all this stuff that just it causes these young kids to grow up so quickly and be sexualized. And these things, you know, as a pastor, I see them uh, metastasize later on in life you know, in the twenties and in the thirties, and they're dealing with things that, that happened during their, their adolescence. So um, a very important time for our young people. And I believe they're coming after the kids. And so that's why the people of God have to really be a, a watchman on the wall right now and, and push back against this nonsense. It's such a good word. And I, again, I, you know, I can tell why I can, you know, you, you, you've got this, you've got this cadence about you, Pastor Todd, there's such a radio TV, cadence, <laughs> you know, I love you celebrities. You guys are just natural born oh, uh, uh, speakers. You guys are so good. All right. So, uh, all right. So, you know, obviously right now we're in a, we're in a situation here nationwide, worldwide, you know, we're just coming out of this pandemic, you know, we've got inflation, we've got, uh, we've got a recession things. What, what is your word to your flock pastor about this situation that we're in now and for the future? Well, we got to hold on. A lot of people are telling me, pastor Todd, just prepare them for the end times. That's it. It's over. It's done. Um, you know, obviously be rapture ready, you know, but the thing is, is that the Bible says occupy until he comes that he's with us even until the end of the age. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. And Mike, I like to talk about this. It's a really cool word in the Greek. It's kind of weird. It's called ekbalo. And in the Bible, it's used several different times. And what it means is to go out. And so Christians are meant to go out, to cast out, and to drive out. That's what ekbalo in the Greek means, if you look in the lexicon, right? So that's the whole thing is, is that we're meant to go out, to cast out, to drive out. When we go out as Christians, the atmosphere changes when we walk into the room. If somebody is under the anointing of the Holy Spirit of the living God, something shifts. And this is the devil's worst nightmare. So an empowered church, the Church of Philadelphia, game changers, history makers, you know. So the last thing that we should be doing right now is being depressed or oppressed or, or, you know, I understand there's fear and there's worry and there's concern, but we have to lay this down before the Lord. And I really believe this is the church's greatest hour. This is what we've trained for. This is like the the Bible told us all these things are going to happen. Hey, here we are, you know, so why don't we stand up and be the church, get people saved and set free and healed and delivered. I'm seeing people getting baptized on beaches, Michael. We're about to go up to New York and we have a big, like, uh, it's like this big pan and we're going to put it out on a field and people are just going to come all over and get baptized. Hundreds of people, you know, so where, where there's a lot of people really worried and really fearful right now, we got to remember God is moving. His church is moving and it's time for us to get off the the bench and get into the game. Amen. Amen. I love that. Uh, yeah, and it is true, you know, and, and look, you could go back even, you know, a hundred years in time, look at the newspaper, you know, very few things change, but what it main for, remains the same is he's still on the, he's still on the throne, right? Yes. He, yes. He's, he's the King of Kings, baby. That's right. And yeah. uh, <laughs> that's, that's where it's, I love that. 
Uh, all right. So let's talk about the Religious Liberties Coalition, RLC. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. You know, this was something about two and a half years ago. I got with a former U.S. congressman and we really realized, uh, look, there's something going on. Uh, Dr. David Black was the founder as well. And, and I came out to Nashville and they said, Todd, we need you to be involved in this because you stand for religious liberty. And, you know, I looked into the organization and I said, yes, I do need to be involved in this. Now, since then, I've actually taken over the entire organization as Dr. Black has, uh, you know, uh, resigned and, and he hasn't resigned, but he's he's retired, you know. So, um, so this is what we're doing is so crucial for this hour. If you think about this, it was such a God thing. This is like Michael Liddell says, here's miracle number one. You know what I'm saying? Like I come out to Nashville and all of a sudden this congressperson gets you know, in touch with me and, and her husband and says, you got to start this religious liberty coalition. Now at the time there wasn't a, I mean, there was persecution, but it was kind of, you know, not a lot in America, you know, I mean, people weren't really thinking so much about religious liberty because it wasn't on the forefront. Right. And, and then all of a sudden what happens? There's a pandemic you know, or, or a pandemic, you know, and, and all of a sudden uh, churches are being told they've got to shut down pastors in America. My friend, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, literally got arrested for having a church service in Florida. OK, Come on. Um, I know churches in Los Angeles, you know, Pastor Cheon was under siege. I mean, there were so many pastors around the country that were being fined. And, you know, even uh, the, the Department of Water and Power was coming saying, we're going to shut you down if you have service. So all of a sudden there was this major uptick in infringement on religious liberties and freedom. Well, here's the Religious Liberty Coalition that is, uh, you know, a coalition of hundreds of churches and pastors and ministry organizations that were ready to step up and defend, uh, you know, help them get the right legal aid, you know, with our partners and people awesome. that we're affiliated with, uh, get them, you know, connected with the media to, to push back against the fake news, uh, you know, all aspects, circling the wagons. And so that's what we do. And we really believe that now is the time to stand for religious liberty and freedom. Here's the thing, Michael, once they're taken away, we usually have to fight a war to get them back, Amen. you know, and, and this is the thing. They've been slowly taking away our rights and freedoms. And, yeah. and if somebody says, well, I don't get political, it's not about political. This is a spiritual matter. Come the, on. the enemy to these people is actually biblical Christianity. And so that's they're right. going to come for anybody eventually that's speaking the entirety of the truth of the word of God, the full counsel of God. They want us to leave whole portions of the Bible out where they're now determining them hate speech. I mean, there's organizations that are saying this is hate from the Bible, you know, so we've got to defend our, our constitution. We've got to defend the intentions of the founders and we have to stand for religious liberty. And that's what we do at the religious liberty coalition. I love that. I love that pastor Todd. Uh, and uh, it's so true. I mean, they were shutting down churches and rest and pastors. Meanwhile, the liquor stores were open and Costco stayed open. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Strip <laughs> clubs were open. Strip I mean, clubs, I mean world, come man? on. I mean, if that's not a blatant situation of uh, that's blatant of the enemy, you know, and yeah. and uh, and we've got some amazing pastors. on. I know my uh, my son in love is uh, doing an album for uh, Awakened Church out there in San Diego. Oh, and, yeah. I love and, those guys. Yeah, man. They're ballers out there, man. They really are in the kingdom. Yeah. They're like they're they're smash mouth Christianity, man. <laughs> and I we, love we, that. We, we and, went there. Yeah, we went yeah. there and, and the Lord ministered there. It was powerful, man. Yeah. Awesome, man. Candace Owens goes out there and I, some other big uh, like yourself, celebrities go out there and preach. But we need that. We need those people to stand up in the face of tyranny. Yes. Yes. And say, hey, this is not this. We have this constitutional right. This is this is our right of freedom of religion, you know. And uh, yeah, I love that. So. All right. 
I can see why that you've spent some, you did some consultation for the Trump uh, administration or campaign. What other, and I, and I see your picture, you're involved in politics a lot and you're ministering to the politicians. So what prompted that? You know, it's another one of those areas which I probably would not want to go into. Like, and God said, no, you're going there. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you say to the Lord, like, don't send me to Africa, all of a sudden you end up in Africa. It's just weird. But, uh, you know, I was in uh, Hollywood as an actor. And what happened was I saw a plumb line, Michael, from Hollywood to government. I, I didn't understand the connection for many years. And the Lord started showing me that there's actually a lot of connection. And wow. uh, and so this really drew, drove me into looking into the laws and the Constitution and our country and realizing, hey, wait, we're under attack here. This is a spiritual battle. And so, you know, with politics, it just happens to be one of the main areas right now where the battle is being fought. So if you think about like if you're in a war and you're sending troops, where do you send them? You send them to the areas where there's, you know, fighting going on and where the there's and so. You know, yeah. in this time right now, you know, and this is a lot of this is because for many years we were told to stay out of politics. And so there was like a vacuum and the Christian community wasn't involved at all. And so what happened is this small minority, like three percent or less, were, were pushing the agenda, their agenda forward. You know, these radical people, these socialists and communists were pushing things forward while the church was like, oh, we're over here, you know, and, and we're not, you know. And so all of a sudden it intersected. And the church kind of had to get involved. So there's still people that are like, oh, I don't do that. But the thing is, is that like everybody's got to understand we're fighting for your rights and your freedom. And I'm not like Mr. Political. I want to be preaching the Bible all the time, but it just happens to be where the battle's at. And we do speak the word of God and people are getting saved. Uh, but, you know, this is a time for us to really understand. You know, there was a guy in Germany. I like to bring him up. His name was Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And he was like, uh, a soul, you know, lone voice in the wilderness that was like, warning, warning, you know, alarm, alarm. And people, you know, they heard him, but not a lot of people did anything. And then, you know, Nazi Germany happened, right? So right. the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, you know? So we have an opportunity right now to recognize some of the similarities of taking away rights and freedoms and kind of where they're taking us and say, warning, warning. And maybe this time, more people are going to get involved and say, it's not about politics. It's actually spiritual. And we're going to stand up and push back and we're going to defend our rights, our freedom, our constitution, because I want my daughter, Michael, to have the same rights that I've had. You know, there's no one over my shoulder right now saying, Pastor Todd, you can't say that, you know, like, thank God, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't see anybody over there, but, but there could be, and it could come sooner than later. And we're already seeing censorship and we're already seeing people getting targeted. Uh, you know, just recently president Trump's house was raided. Yep. Uh, you know, pray for the Trump family. You know, there's all Amen. kinds of things that are happening. I mean, who would ever think a president was taken down from Twitter? You know, I mean, a president deplatformed on Facebook. Exactly. These are the types of things that are happening. Um, so I think there should be some urgency. Amen. Well, that's I love that. And, you know, I'm a big, uh, you know, I, 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 I politics to me, I, I watch it. I've been following it ever since the Reagan administration. And when I was in the Air Force and I, I you know, I got to vote for Reagan for the first in my first time of the vote. And so I've been following it through the whole deal. And listen, I pray for the Democrats, too. I pray for, you know, I prayed yeah. for uh, every president to come in there. I, I, I pray for uh, our current president. I want them to be healthy. I want them, but I want them to be led by the spirit. I want them to have that same thing that our founding fathers had. And our founding fathers founded this country, I believe, on Judeo-Christian beliefs. Right. And they, they were very, you know, very, uh, uh, very aware of that, of the Bible. And, it's, and in fact, uh, if, if you ever want to watch a really interesting documentary called Monumental, yeah, and I don't know if you I don't know if you've watched it or not. Yeah. But Kirk Kirk Cameron, I think I love that guy. It. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good man. And at one time, 
our Congress produced the Bible and gave it I printed right. the Bible and gave it That's up to right. everybody. I mean they can buy you know, yeah. How how times have changed. So oh, okay. Crazy. All right. So tell me about your family, bro. I saw your wife on, on your scam. You you really uh married up, bro. Uh, which, <laughs> you know, I God really loves you a lot. <laughs> Man, you know, there's marriage is the biggest thing. You know, I love my family and that's really why I do a lot of what I do. I mean, obviously I love the Lord first, but, um, you know, family is such a key part and, you know, to have a strong wife behind you and somebody that's standing with you in prayer and your best friend. And, you know, and so that you know, the devil wants to come against families, you know, he wants to disrupt the, they call it the nuclear family, but, you know, disrupt the family unit. And this is what we're seeing in our society, you know, don't get married, you know, have multiple sex partners, you know, all these things. I mean, against what the word of God says, you know, the Bible says be fruitful, multiply, but you know, marriage is a man and a woman and, you know, go out there. And so we're, they're trying to just counterfeit everything that the Bible said and distort it, just like Satan did in the Garden of Eden. You know, you know, should you really not eat from that tree? What's wrong with eating from that that tree? You know, did God really say that? Well, that's what they're doing now. Did God really say marriage is between a man and a woman? Did God really say that you only have to have one, you know, partner be monogamous? And, you know, no. Yes, the Bible said these things. Don't commit fornication. Don't commit adultery. You know, marriage is between a man and a woman. You know, a man leaves his father and mother and, and, and becomes one before the Lord. You know, this is the most beautiful thing. And so I celebrate marriage and I celebrate my family. And I, I just think that that's like the, the key. I mean, you know, for the business people watching, you know, there's certain keys about a successful business and there's certain right. keys about a successful life. And one of those things is finding a good wife or a good spouse. And so I'm not saying now, listen, Paul was one of the most powerful Christians and he was single. So you can be single and be anointed. And, and that could be the calling that God has given you. In fact, I didn't get married till I was 38. So I was, no in Hollywood for, yeah, I was in Hollywood for many years, man, like pastoring as a single pastor. And that was really hard, man. That was really, really hard. <laughs> and I, I had to lay it down before the Lord and say, Lord, if you want me to be Paul and, you know, I can be the poster child for singlehood. And, uh, but I really prayed for my wife, man. I prayed for my wife and, you know, two biggest miracles in my life for my wife and my daughter. I mean, by far, you know, and so God has blessed me, but a lot of people see the glory. They don't know the story, you know, like it's, it's a long road (laughs) of a lot of prayer, man, you know, mountaintops and valley experiences and all these different things. And so most people that the Lord has lifted up or raised up like yourself, Michael has a story and there's a lot behind that. And that's what's going on. And so that's why I'm very careful to give God all the glory. And this isn't about me. It's not about a name. It's not about the ministry. This is about showing up and saying, Lord, use me. What can I do today to bring the glory to the kingdom of God? You know, man, I love that, Todd. It's so well said. And uh, all right. So how long have you been married now, bro? Uh, so we're going on six years now. And, wow. uh, you know, awesome. so the Lord is, uh, you know, continuing to take us deeper. I tell people it's like the gift that I just keep unwrapping. You know, there's things that like <laughs> when the Lord brings you a wife, here's the thing. He brings you somebody that you need, not somebody that, you know, so not, I did want her. I'm not saying I didn't want her, but I'm sure. just saying like, you know, he picked her. And when he picks the person and you're really in prayer about who you marry, I'm telling you like five years in six years, you're still discovering things. You're like, whoa, like that's crazy how that's such a good compliment right. to me. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. And, and we got to fight for the marriage too, because anybody thinks that like things are just always easy or always simple. No, we're in a war, you know, a spiritual war for that's our soul right. and for this country and for families. And so the devil tries to come in and cause issues, but this is where we as a family become a praying family and a warring family 
you know, and that's what we've got to do, man. Well, I love that. And I think, you know, one of the things that, that, and it's just, it's so true. The nuclear family is so important in his kingdom. And you're right. Paul was single and he talked about that. And there's some great people who are single all their life. You know, yes. not for me. I, I enjoy being married. <laughs> I really yeah. love being married. And uh, so that's really good. And so how old is your daughter? She is three and oh, uh, just way beyond her years and uh, <laughs> wisdom. It's uh, kind of crazy. And I'll tell you a funny thing, man. The other day she has this dream, you know, and, and so we hear her screaming and I'm like, what's going on? You know, so we knew she was having a dream and, and she wakes up and she's like, daddy. And I'm like, what? She's like, Jesus was in my dream. I'm like, wow, really? And I, I said, what's, what's going on, Gia? She says, he's coming back. I said, oh my goodness, out of oh, the wow. mouth of babes. You know what I'm Come saying? Come on, like, Jesus. Woo, me and my wife were like, oh, wow. I mean, even, Come you know, he's, he's giving dreams and visions to the kids. And, you know, we haven't been like sitting there telling her like all these things about Jesus coming back. So. That was a dream. I really believe it was from the Lord. So Amen. she's an awesome little girl. I mean, I take her with me when I minister. And, you know, we I were just it. at this church. She was raising her hands and worship. It's so cool, man. It's but, awesome, you know, man. But, but you got to watch what she watches. Here's the thing, because these kids, they get on their iPad and stuff. They and, do. you know, and, and I'll tell you, man, I mean, some of the things we've been talking about today. And it's like, if you're not watching, like a commercial comes on, there's like a guy dressed up as a girl. I mean, you right. know, it, they're really trying to, to indoctrinate these kids. So you got to really be mindful what they're watching, what they're doing. I mean, yes. it's an all out war, man. Amen. It is. It is. You got to be aware. You can't take your eyes off it. And so, uh, all right. So uh, I want, I want to ask you, first of all, I want to, how, how can our listeners and, and viewers support your ministry? How can they find you? Where do they go? And because uh, we want to support, we have, we have very generous supporters out here that want to plow in and, and sow into ministry. So where do they go, Todd? Well, brother, that just means so much. And thank you. You know, we have two, uh, two organizations, the Religious Liberty Coalition, and then we got Todd Coconado Ministries. And with the ministry, we're just, we're going out, we're going all over the country. We're also advocating at the Religious Liberty Coalition for rights and freedoms, and so I meet with a lot of people in government. You know, I go down to D.C. I meet with Congress people. I met with gov three governors this year, senators, um, you know, so people are, are giving us that opportunity to go in. And so there's not a lot of advocacy organizations like the RLC that are they're standing for religious liberty in America in, in the level that we're doing. Where we're looking at laws and different things, how they're going to affect the church. Uh, so you got the RLC and you got the ministry. Now, with the ministry, I will tell you, we're out there. Uh, seeing people saved in the droves and and miracles and signs and wonders. We're about to head up to Batavia, New York, to a big tent revival up there. And uh, we'll be there for a couple of days. And we're anticipating thousands of people being there and just seeing people get, like I said, getting baptized and uh, just God is really moving. So uh, it, it's an exciting time to be alive. And I know if we listen to the modern day prophets of Baal, a, a, AKA the mainstream media, you know, the corporate media, you can get real depressed and you right. can get like real, like oppressed and, you know, just, oh my gosh. But if you listen to the voice of God and Lord, what are you doing? And, and I believe there's even a, a blessing on people of God that are standing in the marketplace for the marketplace anointing for this hour, that yes, there's yes. a, there's a transfer of wealth from the wicked to the righteous that's taking place and so if you're a kingdom builder, I'm telling you that that is one of the most key, critical, crucial, important things, because we have to have the kingdom funded. Right. So the main answer for America is Jesus and, and getting people <laughs> off these so drugs true. and opioids. And I'm telling you, we see marriages being healed, cancer being healed. So it, it's a remarkable time to be alive. And, and God is doing all that. And so I'm just a part of it. 
but I'm so thankful that the Lord has allowed me. These are his ministries, not mine. Uh, he, he gives and takes away. So I got to make sure I act right and I don't mess up here. And uh, we're, we're, you know, we're consecrated. We got, we got people that are mentors and elders around us and accountability. Uh, but we really stand for these things. And so if you want to help us, you can go to pastor Todd, T O D D.org. Very easy. Pastor Todd.org. And, and that'll link you to all the different things. We're awesome. On. Awesome. So go to pastor Todd, dot org and bless this ministry bless this man we need more voices like this uh pastor todd you are so articulate and you're so spot on. i mean man, i love hearing you i could just go on for hours all right so i ask i always ask each one of our guests uh two questions number one what scripture are you sitting on right now and yep. number two what what kind of books are you reading or what books have you read that are really important Oh, thanks. Well, you know, my friend Mario Murillo just wrote a book. And I got to tell you, it's very powerful. If you want to check that one out, uh, he it's like his latest book. You go to mariamurillo.org. But, you know, uh, I always read the Bible. The Bible, the, the, the main thing, it's like the basic instructions before leaving earth. There's so many good books out. I'm going to have a book come out pretty soon. But the key is to know the word of God and hide it in your heart because faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word. You're going to make sure you're set up for success if you do that. So that's what, you know, my main thing is make sure I'm getting in the word every day, worshiping, uh, you know, all those very, very important things, you know, and then, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think the Lord is just doing so many different things in this hour and it's an exciting time to be alive. And so the scripture that I love is Romans 420. Here, here's the thing about this, which is funny. So in the world, when I was in Hollywood, I did do a little bit of smoking. Okay. This is over 20 years ago. Okay. But you know, 420 was like a big thing in Hollywood. So God <laughs> redeemed that verse for me. And it talks about that. There's an account in righteousness that what God promised to Abraham, he was also able to do. And so Abraham had the faith that what God promised, he's also able to do. So the Lord's made promises in your life. And some of those things are so big. Like if anybody would have told me, Hey, Todd, you're going to be doing this or that. And you know, when you're in your forties, I'd be like, what? Like that's, you know, how would that happen? You know, but God did it, you know? And so right. what he promises, he's also able to do. So no vision is too big. No, you know, if you got something big in your heart and you're like, I don't know how it's going to happen. Just show up. And let God do the day by day. He's the Come GPS on. that tells you, turn here, turn there, and he will guide your path and order your steps. But Amen. we show up, we say yes, like the prophet Isaiah. And so that's why I love that scripture, Michael. And it's so true. You know, I love that. All right. And, and uh, you know, I know my listeners would probably be really, I'd probably get some really uh, uh, perturbed emails if I didn't ask you what Hollywood, you were a child star in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. What shows did you appear on, Pastor Todd? Oh, man. It, it, you know, it, it, people always Google this. And I know it's like, you know, you don't see because it's like I was a child actor. This is like, you know, 40 years ago, no, not 40 years ago, like 30 something <laughs> years ago. But, you know, General Hospital, Jake and the Fat Man is an old show. 30 something is an old show. Who's the boss with Tony Danza? Yeah. Um, you know, I did a couple of national commercials, Crest, Coca-Cola. Come on, um, you know, man. So just, Kind of cool things like that, but it man, it was crazy what God showed me about what's going on in Hollywood. I mean, we could do a whole other show on it. Oh, I, mean, I know, right? So much, you know. So yeah, I mean, it's you know, right? I mean, just you know, looking at these things, what Netflix is doing out there. Oh my God, it's like, come on, Jesus, let's 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 go out there. We we need to get a streaming system going. We need to get our own streaming uh deal going and really start promoting i know there's some people out there in the works doing some of this stuff and uh i i'm working with some people uh that are uh uh producers that want to really go out there and do some really good things produce some really good stuff and you know and hollywood does produce some good stuff every now and then and and, uh and we get some good christian producers out there and directors but we need more yes yeah 
Oh yeah, no, we do. I mean, my friend uh, Lance was just talking about this the other day, but the truth of the matter is, I mean, Top Gun, uh, you know, made like a billion dollars. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the reason why is because it was like kind of patriotic and had a good message and people want to see like quality yes. films. A lot of the content that's being created is totally wicked and totally demonic. Oh. And people are tired of that, man. So yes, if God has put it on your heart to create Christian content, please do yes. it. Just do it. We need it. And uh, there is alternative ecosystems come out from among them. That's Let's right. do it. You know, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, again, pastortodd.org. Go check him out. Bless him. Bless his ministry. So Todd, man, so good. Thank you uh, for connecting. I know Sandy's my friend and uh, uh, and she connected us in there. She's the connector of connectors. I'll tell you that. But thank you, man. Thank you. I'll be praying for your ministry, bro. And we got to do this again. And uh, (laughs) maybe we'll have, uh, we'll bring on some deals. You know, Sean Bowles, I I know you probably know who Sean is. And and, uh, he's big into the Hollywood stuff too. He does some ministry to the A players. We need to connect you guys out. But uh, Pastor Todd, thank you so much. We bless your ministry, man. We bless your family. And uh, man, so glad to have you on the next level because you are truly uh, out there in the kingdom at the next level, man. So thank you so much, brother, for being here. Thank you. Well, blessings on you, your ministry, your broadcast. Appreciate you, my friend. God bless. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.